I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. And awareness is just key. Awareness is key. Like I think just becoming aware um, in ourselves first. When we're looking for stuff to satisfy us, that's a huge first step. And then what we can do is as we gain an awareness within ourselves, we can extend that to our kids. And we can help them break their habit. Because we all know like the satisfaction of stuff is so temporary, right? It really doesn't even take long. Like that new car smell, amazing. But then a few years later, we're like complaining about this car. Or, I mean, think of your last trip um, that you took to donate stuff to Goodwill or Salvation Army or wherever. I mean, at some point, you were probably super excited with every single item that you've now just like shoved into a garbage bag that's sitting in the back of your trunk. It doesn't last. So I think just the next time man, we recognize discontentment surfacing in our life or in our kids, just take a beat. Just take a beat and get to the root of it before we try to go out and like get stuff on the outside to satisfy it. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. It is Motherhood Monday. Welcome to today's show. I'm your motherhood coach, Michelle Grosser, and I just want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you for choosing to hang with us here on the pod a bit today. 
I'm so grateful for your time. Uh, for those of you who are new here, each Motherhood Monday, we explore a different character trait or a different family value. And we talk about just really practical ways we can start to implement and focus on it in the week ahead. And today we are talking all about contentment. And here's the thing about contentment, right? Studies have shown that it actually has quite little to do with our circumstances. Uh, research has found that the bulk of what actually determines our contentment is really just due to our personalities and our thoughts and our behaviors. And the good news is that those things, our thoughts and our behaviors, they can really be changed. So this means that as parents, we really have this huge opportunity to teach our kids the thoughts and the behaviors that can lead to contentment for them. People who are content, they seem to just intuitively know that their happiness is built on the things that really make people content, right? Like it's not the things, but it's devoting their time to their family and friends, or it's just this appreciation of what they already have. Uh, maybe you know someone who seems really content and you notice that they just kind of have this optimistic outlook or they feel like they have this really deep um, sense of purpose or that they're really good at like living in the moment. And I think true contentment, it just really starts with that. It starts with this deep acceptance of our present because it's hard to be content when we're like stuck in the past, right? Or when we're worried about the future. And I think it's also hard to be content when we're always chasing. And I think in this day and age, man, I just feel sometimes like we're always chasing like that next promotion, the next milestone, the next 10 pounds on the scale, like whatever it is, we're always chasing and we're not able to really just be and really just enjoy the present. And then I think with contentment too, there's kind of this re requirement, I guess, that we really just release this when and then thinking. And we all do it. Like when I get X, then I will be happy, right? When I get that promotion, then I'll be happy. When my kid starts sleeping through the night, then I'll be happy. When they stop teething, when they get their homework done, I don't know, whatever it is, then I'm going to be happy. And instead, we can really control our attitudes and just stay in the present. So today, what I want to do is I want to just go through three ways that I've put together that I think will really help us um, as we help our children just learn the art of contentment. So the first one is to foster an attitude of gratitude. I really think it's impossible to develop contentment without gratitude, guys. They're inseparable. Like if our kids are going to live lives of contentment, they're going to have to learn to focus on uh, the good things in their life and not just have this uh, fixation on the things that they're lacking. And we know that gratitude is so much more than words, right? Like we can just say all the thank yous, uh, but it doesn't mean that we have that deep sense of wonder and appreciation and, and just deep thankfulness for life. It's easy to go through life, I think, without recognizing how blessed we actually are. And I think often it takes, unfortunately, it just takes a serious event, illness, some tragedy um, to jolt us into appreciating the good things in our lives. Back in episode 40, I actually did a whole episode on encouraging our kids in gratitude. And you can go back, you can listen to it, but it's really interesting. And we broke down gratitude into four parts. 
the first part was what we notice in our lives for the things we can be grateful for, right? That awareness. And the second was like, how do we think about the things we've been given? Like, why have we been given these things? And then the third is how we feel about them. Like, how does it make us feel to receive things? And then the fourth part, and this is the part we usually fixate on as parents, is what do we do or what do our kids do to express their appreciation? So as it relates to gratitude, like one of the biggest game changers we can do with our kids is really that first step. And it's just helping them to gain an awareness of all the things that they have to be grateful for. And I think we just do that by starting to ask them questions. And we can start to ask them questions about each of these four parts of gratitude. So for that notice part, that first part, we can ask them like, hey, what have you been given lately? Like, What do you already have in your life that you're super grateful for? What are some of your blessings today? That's for the notice part. Just get them thinking, being aware, noticing all that they have. And then the second one is think. And and within this, we can kind of get them just to have um, a deeper, like one step deeper of the thought process. Um, After they notice the things they've been given, we can ask them like, hey, like, why do you think you were given that? Why do you think you were given that gift? Why do you think uh, your grandmother, you know, sent you a card with a $20 Target gift card in it? Like, why do you think she did that? Do you think you owe her something in return? And I think the more that we ask them, like, why do you think you received it? And do you owe that person something in return? I think the more that they answer no to that question, like, I don't owe that person anything in return. They just did it out of their generosity, their love for me. I think then the more likely our kids are to really experience true gratitude. And then the third one is to connect it, right? Connect that feeling of receiving something, some sort of blessing with how it makes you feel on the inside. It's like, how did it make you feel to get this gift, right? What did that feel like on the inside? What about that gift made you feel happy? And those types of questions, they really help our kids to connect their positive feelings to the gifts that they've received. And then the final step is that doing part. And you can just ask your kids like, hey, is there a way you want to show how you feel about this gift? Is there a way you want to show how it made you feel? Maybe you want to um, write a thank you card. Maybe you want to send a voice note. Maybe you want to give that person a hug. Like you can just bring all of these options to their awareness and they can choose what feels most right for them. And I think like any other skill we're trying to reinforce with our kids, man, with gratitude, repetition matters. So I agree. And I don't think any of us are fans of just forcing our kids to say thank you for stuff. But especially when they're young, like repetitions just got to play a role in fostering gratitude. They're going to learn a lot through that. And it's the whole thing, like in order to form a habit of mind, sometimes you first have to form a habit of speech. So especially with our little ones, I think we could just start to get them in the habit of saying their thank yous. And that's just going to reinforce a mindset of ha- of thankfulness. And then as they get a little bit older, we can kind of work into the noticing and the thinking and the feeling parts of it. And then the second way I think we can really help our kids to learn the art of contentment is to break the buying habit. Break the buying habit. Our kids are living in a world of consumerism and materialism, and it's just our reality, right, as parents. I know my kids, like if I ask them what their favorite place is in the whole wide world, they scream target. But if we want to raise content children, 
we've got to be really intentional about coming against that stuff, man, coming against the consumerism that's telling them they've got to have stuff to be happy, right? Coming against that materialism that's telling them they've got to have stuff in order to be satisfied. And I think for a lot of us, like when we're feeling discontent, our, our instinct is maybe to evaluate what we're missing. And I think in that evaluation, it's usually stuff. Like it's our old clunky car or it's like we don't have the right shoes for this outfit or it's our bathroom that's outdated and needs to be remodeled or like whatever it is. And awareness is just key. Awareness is key. Like I think just becoming aware um, in ourselves first when we're looking for stuff to satisfy us, that's a huge first step. And then what we can do is as we gain an awareness within ourselves, we can extend that to our kids. And we can help them break their habit because we all know like the satisfaction of stuff is so temporary, right? It really doesn't even take long. Like that new car smell, amazing. But then a few years later, we're like complaining about this car. Or I mean, think of your last trip um, that you took to donate stuff to Goodwill or Salvation Army or wherever. I mean, at some point you were probably super excited (laughs) with every single item that you've now just like shoved into a garbage bag that's sitting in the back of your trunk. It doesn't last. So I think just the next time when we recognize discontentment surfacing in our life or in our kids, just take a beat, just take a beat and get to the root of it before we try to go out and like get stuff on the outside to satisfy it. And I think over time, as we start to really rewire this way of thinking and this pathway and this pattern in our brain, then we can start to really intentionally break the thinking that true contentment um, will have an opportunity to really surface. And still learning, learning to enjoy the simple things that are not stuff, right? We all know what these things are. It's meaningful conversations. It's walking in nature. It's reading a good book or a trip to the beach. Like whatever it is, we all have our things that are probably free and that can offer us really true and really lasting joy. And that's really where the root and the heart of contentment lies. And then third, I think the third way we can foster contentment is to encourage our kids to explore their purpose. It's people who feel like they're part of something bigger, right? People who feel like they're fulfilling a purpose. And and guys, it doesn't have to be their careers. Um, These people are content. Like purpose is the single greatest motivator in life. And it's true for our kids too. It's not just our desire to see them live a life of purpose, but it's it's innate in all of us as human beings. Like we want to accomplish things that are meaningful and we all believe the world needs improving, right? Deep down, we all want to be part of the solution and it shows up differently for everyone. But for everyone, I think discovering that leads to so much contentment. Back in episode 22, I did a whole episode there on just helping our kids discover their purpose. And the first thing we discussed is how, as parents, we really can play a supporting role instead of a lead role in helping our kids discover their purpose, right? That's not for us to take the lead, but we can really support our kids in finding like the things that light them up, right? Their talents, their passions, um, and the things that'll ultimately lead them to discover their purpose and how they're really called to contribute to this world. And then we talked about how we can share how we, as their parents, feel fulfilled in our purpose. Like, how are they hearing us talk about our purpose? 
our, our jobs just to make money? And are we always complaining about them? Or are we showing them, are we showing our kids all the opportunities that we have every day to make an impact and to make the world a better place? And then finally, in that episode, we talked about playing offense and not defense when it comes to purpose. And what I meant by that is if our kids are working towards something, if they're like seeing each step that they do during the day as this means to an end that's really important to them, they're going to be so much more motivated to discover and to live a life of purpose um, than if they're just doing things out of obligation. And I think that when we have that kind of motivation um, and we understand that we're working towards some bigger vision and some bigger picture and we have an understanding of our why, that is a really good key to contentment. There you have it. Three ways to help your kids learn the art of contentment. And it is Monday. And we end every Motherhood Monday with a prayer over our kids for the week ahead. But before we pray today, I just wanted to check in and make sure that every single one of you listening is a member of our Facebook group. It's called the Motherhood Village. And if you're not a member, you can click on the link in the show notes and you can have direct link there and get in that group. Uh, My team and I are really working on a ton of new resources to bring you moms, guides, programs, all the things. Um, So I want you to join that group so you don't miss it. And then not only that, but it's also this awesome community. And it's a space for us to really share parts of our journey, ask for prayer, encourage each other. Um, So I think you're going to find a lot of value there. Uh, We're also going to be offering, I'm super pumped about this, but we're going to be offering some really discounted coaching packages through the holidays. Um, So if you've thought about getting a coach in the past, or you wondered what that might be like, how it could be helpful for you, um, whether it would be worth your time or your investment, or if you even have the time uh, to do it, or you just were curious, right? Um, This will be a really good opportunity for you to buy one of these packages um, at a really low investment. So you can just kind of get a feel for what it's like to have a motherhood coach and the really significant impact that it can have on you and your motherhood journey. So you're going to want to make sure you're following us on Instagram, join us in the motherhood Facebook group uh, so that you don't miss any of the details for that. All right, let's pray contentment over our kids together. God, we thank you. We thank you for the amazing gift of our children. Lord, we pray contentment over their lives. We pray that it's in moments where they're feeling restless, if they're feeling anxious or angsty, God, that they really learn a whole and complete satisfaction in who they are, who they are in you and all the true blessings you've given them. They already have everything they'll ever need, God. So just help us to teach this truth to them. We pray that they'd learn not to be focused on all of the wants, all of the things the world's telling them they need or they should have. Um, But instead, God, just to really help them to enjoy where they're at, enjoy what they already have. I pray protection, God. I pray that you protect them from jealousy and from envy. Just help to shift the lens with which they see this world, God. Fill them. Fill them up. Fill them up with your joy and a satisfaction and a contentment that can only come from a relationship with you. Help them and help us to teach them that joy and contentment that's not really found in things, just a fleeting happiness in things, right? But We want them to have this deep contentment 
the contentment that's a mindset regardless of their circumstances, regardless of what they have or what they feel like they don't have. Just forgive us. We ask that you forgive us when we miss it. (laughs) Forgive us when we forget how blessed we are. We just thank you. We thank you for how rich we truly are and the things that matter. We love you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.